This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to an all new episode of Dirtcast. I am Madeline Davies. I am joined today by a co-host, Megan Reynolds. Hello, I am Megan Reynolds. We also have, as our guest later in the episode, an old friendly face. Mm-hmm. Not an old face, a young face. A friendly face. Just a friendly face. Mostly just a friendly but, face. But I mean, you'll you'll remember her from the Jezebel days of yore. She's mm-hmm. one of the founding writers of the site. We have uh, Tracy Egan Morrissey coming on to talk Yay. about Rob Kardashian and Black China, a topic that she is <laughs> embarrassingly <laughs> informed on. I think that having a stripper in particular being the person that this is happening to is great because there is no perfect victim. But first, Megan, how are you? I'm good, Maddie. How are you? I'm good. I went to go see the new Planet of the Apes movie. Sobbed, starting 10 minutes in. Why? Those movies, I've never seen one before. Right. But they're really sad. Are they? I mean, I've never seen one before either, so I have no frame of reference for why. I mean, I don't know. If you want to, like, go see a movie that's, like, a bunch of baby chimps, like, screaming for their dads, then, like, yeah, (laughs) you know, that's what it is. Okay. Um, It was very good. I will keep that in mind. Um, What did I do? I bought some plants. Ooh, what kind? Anything good? Hanging? No uh, no hanging. Mm. Uh, Just regular on-the-bookshelf plants. And I went to the beach. That sounds wonderful. It was a nice weekend. Sounds very summery. It was very summery. I mean, one thing we didn't do was get mad about the new Doctor Who being a lady. Oh, no. I assume. I don't know what you talked about in your own time. I um, saw it this morning and was like, oh, that show is still on. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's a lady. I was like, okay, cool. It took took long enough. And then I uh, moved on. We do have a really important anniversary to commemorate. We do. On July 17th, 2016... Kim Kardashian posted a Snapchat that revealed the quote-unquote receipts on Taylor Swift about Kanye's line about Taylor Swift on the song Famous. For all my South Side niggas that know me best, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. Goddamn. I made that bitch famous. It revealed that Taylor Swift is possibly a snake. I know. Mm-hmm. It's like a compliment to It maybe sent her into some things that I've read said that it sent her into hiding. It definitely changed her public perception yeah. pretty profoundly. Yeah, I would um, say so. In that like the tabloids had always been very nice to her mm-hmm. and suddenly there were tabloids with her face on it that just said liar. <laughs> I, ha- I know that because I, I saved it because I thought it was funny. That's pretty good. Um, and then she like had the whole Hiddleston oh, dating right. debacle yep. where she was like dragging yep. poor Tom Hiddleston everywhere. And I say poor Tom Hiddleston and that like he did it to himself. He was implicit. He was complicit. You know, I don't that. I don't blame him anymore than no. I blame her. No. 
exactly. Um, but God, it's already been a year I, I, since that, our worlds were shattered. That feels like it was approximately 17 years ago. Yes, so much has happened. So there's a lot has gone on that is slightly more important than that. But I also feel like that was, you know, right. it was like a thing. It was sort of like the entire world's like, on, it's, it's doomed. But yeah, that was sort of a, a what, would, what would you say, like a harbinger? It was of, of the, the of, bad times to come. <laughs> of where we currently are now. Yeah. So you can thank that. So happy birthday to Kim Kardashian's Snapchat receipts, which uh, tarnished poor young Taylor. Poor young Taylor. In the minds of the public forevermore. Forever. She could come back. I mean, who knows? She'll, she'll bounce back fine, I think. I mean, I think she's okay. I am not worried about Taylor Swift. Hey, so we're going to get into the dirtiest dirt, the best and most fun celebrity gossip stories of this week. And first up is the return of a show that I've been waiting for with bated breath. Yes. <laughs> now there's like a sword in here and there's like a wheel of fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I rebuilt the entire thing. She did. Thing. And they're all moving. It's and really, I wish like you guys could see it. Some puppets humping. It's really great. It's really good. Um, Game of Thrones is back. Were you, uh, are you, so you are a fan. I'm in. I'm in. I feel like I am a fan in that I hate it maybe more than I like it. Ooh. And yet I'm stuck. Yeah. I mean, I it's been know. so long. Well, and it's just, I think there are more bad episodes than there are good episodes, but then the good episodes are so good mm. that you're just like, ooh, I'm back in. No, that's true. That's a very good point. Yesterday's episode was not that good. Yesterday's episode was my nightmare of a Game of Thrones episode. Because <laughs> it was just like a check-in. It also, I hate Sam. I oh my hate God. Oh him. I hate He's him. I hate him. You don't understand. I hate him. I, I, mm. He's just like a wet blanket mm-hmm. who has done Very more well. harm than yep. he's done good. Yep. And the only useful thing he's ever actually done was an accident. Yes. And it was when he like stabbed a White Walker, but With he the- wasn't even like trying to stab him. It just was like the White Walker kind of fell on it. He's incompetent. <laughs> And I'm sure I'll have a great time learning how to be a maester, but, like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see Gilly, and I don't want to see that goddamn baby. like, rat stash. Get out. (laughs) His, like, intellectual facial hair. Ugh. Disgusting. And it was an episode that was just, like, almost all about Sam reading books Mm -hmm. and then, like, talking to his, like, incest stepchild. Mm -hmm. And then what happened? In the woods, Arya was on a horse and she was in the woods and she hears over the hills and like the brushing brook, the harmonious sounds of a very familiar voice singing some like dumb song about like nice shanties or something. I don't (laughs) know. And lo and behold, it was Ed goddamn Sheeran. For hands of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are warm. And they've had some cameos on the show before, but it's always been very, it's like the guy who's not Chris Martin in Coldplay. Oh, yeah. And so you don't really notice because he's like in the background and he's not like a face. Right. This was just Ed Sheeran wearing a tunic in the woods. It was. It was singing with a group of soldiers who were like not really explained as to like who or what, right? It was just like a merry band of outsiders. It was just like 15, like Ed Sheeran called someone was like, hey, I really want to be on Game of Thrones. Um, Make this happen. I'm Ed Sheeran. And they were like, okay. And then they did it. And 
I screamed yeah. in outrage at my television. Um, so did my roommate. Uh, I texted a bunch of people also in right. outrage. Um, but yeah, he was he was there and I uh, hated it. I was like pretty blazed same. at the time. Also same. And so there was a part of me that was just like, is this really? Like, <laughs> did I like fall asleep and this is a part of like, what is happening right now? I was also um, pretty blazed at the time, but that really only served to stoke my um, rage. Yeah. I think it just made me more honestly mm-hmm. frustrated. Yes. Um, that sucked. That sucked. As yeah. long as it never happens again. But I feel like he's good. He, like, did it. He sang his little song. Like, um, I read somewhere that Maisie Williams, the actress that plays Arya, is a really big fan of him. Of course. So she was, like, really psyched about it, which is, like, great for her because she's great, but also bad for us because Ed Sheeran is a scourge, um, in my personal opinion. <laughs> he's this. He's like the Sam Tarly of real of life. life of, yes, of pop culture in 2017. <laughs> yes. We don't need his story anymore, but he'll continue no. to do stuff. And what what are we going to do to stop it? I think I would like rather just hear like the audio of Ramsey getting eaten by that oh dog again. Than... <laughs> and that's not a spoiler. You guys have had a full season to catch up. There's so been like a year. Deal with it. Yep. There's been like one solid year for you to recognize yeah. that that happened. Yeah. Um, I agree. I would rather really anything else. I don't even like hate Ed Sheeran's voice. Mm. It's just like I don't care for that breaking of the fourth wall. Yes, yes. just, I don't know. They didn't even, like, put him a little in, like, a little goatee or anything. No, he just looked like Ed Sheeran in, like, a leather tunic and some, like, half-assed chain mail. I love, too, like, Arya's like, what song is that? Oh and he's God. like, it's new. <laughs> it's a pretty song. I've never heard it before. It's a new one. Are you hungry? We've got some rabbit. That, I will admit that that escaped my attention because I was blazed. And because I was so mad. You're just screaming. No, I was just, my roommate and I were just shrieking top of our lungs for like 30 seconds. Just like a few minutes later, there was like a joke about a guy having a top knot. Oh my God, that's right. And I was just like, what is this show doing? They need to stop. I don't know. I'm like, we get it. You like hear our feedback. Yeah. Like this, we get that it's not like ancient times in this fictional universe. So that's like fine, but don't. Yeah. I can do that. Quit like winking Stop. at us. Like, Quit winking at I, us. I, I, I don't want winks with like my dragons. No, and I know. I don't want the dragons either, to be perfectly honest. Ugh, I'm I so hate sick those of the dragons. I really hate how every time they show up, you like they expect the audience to act like we've never seen them before, where it's like always the same music mm-hmm. and they like swoop in and out of like nowhere. Screeching and like, and it's just like, we've seen them dozens of times. I've seen now. them since they were little babies, and now they're like these weird, like gross CGI lizards, and I <laughs> fucking hate them. I hate them so much. See, it's more bad than it is good, it is. and yet there's like, I'm still, I like after last night's episode ended, I was like, I could watch probably the rest of the season like tonight, yeah, happily. I'll go to bed at like 4 a.m. I feel just good Just like your that. eyes half open. Yep. Just like asleep on the couch, like nodding awake every now and then to be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. The best perfect. kind of television. Except my favorite. <laughs> Moving out of like Moving. the fantasy realm, but also kind of into the hey. fantasy realm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York Times is a very funny piece. It's not funny. It's funny just because it's like about how they as like the paper of record should write about Beyonce's pregnancy mm-hmm. because it was like they didn't write about it when it actually happened because they couldn't get 
a source like to confirm. actual confirmation that she had the babies, right? Um, yeah, no, there's a sort of not it's not hand wringing necessarily. It's just sort of a little, sort of a little flustered. It's very insidery, you know. It's just it like, is. what do we do? And it's just like, well, we already everyone knew. Like she it, put it, it on we, Instagram, so like whatever. And it's not like if we didn't get it from the New York Times, we wouldn't have heard it. I, and it's not like I wouldn't have not believed it if it didn't come from the Times. Right. I would have. I mean, I saw the Instagram and I was like, okay, cool. I could almost see it as like a morality <clears throat> thing of, I mean, I get it. Like it's, of course, it's really responsible as a fact-checking yes, thing. Yes, of course, of course. And I could almost get it as a morality thing of like, hey, like we want to respect this woman's privacy until mm-hmm. she's ready to like, in you know, right. come out of the hospital the- or introduce her babies to the world. But that's definitely not what the piece was. No. The piece was just like, we called every single person we could think of yep. and, you know, no one would confirm it. Yep. So we didn't write about it. And I mean, I think what's interesting about it is like, Beyonce has spent most of her career, like, doing a very good job of controlling her own narrative. That's, yeah. like, her thing, which is great. But I feel like knowing that, I, I don't know, I feel like we should just trust her. It's yeah. her body. It's her fucking kids. Yeah. I mean, I say that, but then also when I see, like, Beyonce might be pregnant with twins, I'm like, <gasps> I know. I, I mean, I know. Also, that was, like, but— I don't know. I feel like this. It was a silly, it was a silly little bit of sort of insidery, like meh. Oh no, I'm nervous. But they're also the time, so it's fine. Like I get it. I also how like one of the things they talked about was like Matthew Knowles, mm-hmm. Beyonce's papa. That's right. Tweeted about it, and it's just like oh, I'm yeah. sure he was the last to know. Right? They said he had like gone off of like probably gone off of like TMZ's yeah. reporting or like Us Weekly or something. I was like, Matthew, Matthew, one T, Matthew with one T, Matthew with one T. Also, like the way that um, when Beyonce like published her photo, like mm-hmm. introducing the twins, and mm-hmm. it was very a very Beyonce picture, mm-hmm. you know, very like like Lady of Guadalupe, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just sort of she is in this, yeah, very. I'm, I don't know. I'm fine if all celebrity birth announcements moving forward are in that, like, take that form. I mean, totally. Excite me. Like, please do that. Don't um, sell your pictures to people. I don't care. Like, show me. I want, like, a fucking, like, two-day production. Right. I want to see the picture at the end. I want to see a behind-the-scenes video, like, a couple of days afterwards. I want, like, just do it. Just do the yeah. whole thing. We're very much over, like, a picture of, like, Scott Speedman holding his baby. I do not need to see Scott Speedman holding a baby. Um, But seeing Beyonce dressed up in paper flowers, holding Mm -hmm. her two new twins who are named Rumi, like the poet. Oh, my God. And Sir. And Sir. But the way she wrote it on Instagram was, like, she was, like, introducing my babies, Mm -hmm. Sir Carter and Rumi. Right. Which really threw our staff through a loop. I mean, I'm still—I think about it every now and then. I'm like, is its name Sir Carter Carter? Or, like, does he have Beyonce's last name? Is it Sir Carter Knowles? Because is Blue's name hyphenated? I don't even know. Well, I thought that their names were hyphenated legally. I thought it was, like, I thought they were both both Beyonce and Jay-Z were actually Knowles Carter. But that might have not. I don't know. I should should know. This is not a podcast of fact. No, definitely. It's a podcast of rumor mongering. (laughs) Speculation. Um, The best kind. um, And then Beyonce's mother, as we all know her as Miss Tina. Mm Mm-hmm. Followed up. Yeah, and she clarified. She just said Sir, I think. Yeah, Sir and Rumi Carter. So those are their names. Rumi, I believe, is the girl. Yes. Sir is the boy. Sir. <laughs> there's no way you can, like, there's no nickname yeah. for Sir. CC. CC. Okay, okay. Sir, if you're listening, again. <laughs> yeah, if you have your little baby headphones on. <laughs> you're a month old, but <laughs> this is, we've, we've provided a nickname for you. It's CC. Moving on to our next item. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of retro dirt. Love it. 
a letter written by Madonna mm-hmm. in the 90s is now up for auction. Right. And in it, she shit talks Sharon Stone, <laughs> you know, again, the uh, 90s. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she also shit talks uh, Whitney Houston. And she yep. calls them both mediocre, which like, I like a lot of Madonna songs. Mm-hmm. But to like call like Whitney Houston mediocre compared to like you and you're Madonna and mm-hmm. you're not a very good singer. Mm-hmm. That's that's absolutely bonkers. Especially like 90s Whitney Houston. Yes. In comparison to like 90s Madonna, I would say arguably probably both of their strongest. I, Madonna and I are not as well acquainted as I am with Whitney. Sure. I'm guessing that the 90s, whenever this letter was written, was probably, they they were both sort of nearing their peak. Yeah. It was right around the um, erotica album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And this was like a letter who that was posited to be written to John Enos, mm-hmm. who was the actor she was dating at the time. Right. And it is full of shit. Full of shit. I mean, if we want to read a little bit of this letter. I would love to. Yeah. I, I want to hear you the dulcet tones of Michael <laughs> Reynolds singing, you know, just reading this letter. Okay. Now I've made so many people angry that I'm being punished and basically made to be quiet and sit in a corner while other less interesting and exciting people are reaping the benefits of the roads I've paved. Maybe this is what black people felt like when Elvis Presley got huge. It's so unequivocally frustrating to read that Whitney Houston had the music career I wish I had and Sharon Stone has the film career I'll never have. Not because I want to be these women, because I'd rather die, but they're so horribly mediocre and they're always being held up as paragons of virtue and some sort of measuring stick to humiliate me. Everything I do is so original and unique and I put so much of myself into it, like my book and my record, and it's only brought me heartache and pain and I don't think I can play the game to be accepted. Yikes. And that book was, of course, Madonna's sex. That's right. I mean, I guess, like, that confidence, to be fair, is, like, what gave her the career that she has. Of course. Because that's how, you know, that's how you get on a bus with $15 and just go mm-hmm. to New York City. No, you have to have, like, yeah, you have to be extremely extre- yeah. overconfident. Otherworldly ego. Yes. Our, our coworker, Rich Dusiak, mm-hmm. uh, pointed this out uh, online. At the time, like, the whole thing about, like, now I know how black people feel with Elvis. Mm-hmm. At the time, she was doing... Vogue. Oh, that's right. And so it's like, you have completely appropriated this yeah. thing. Like, you don't have to look that far. Like, look yeah. at yourself. Like, look in the mirror, Madonna. That's all I'm asking. I don't for know. one second. She, I mean, you're right. The kind of overconfidence that this letter exhibits is why Madonna is Madonna. But it's also why Madonna is Madonna. Exactly. But also point being, like, she'll never have the voice of Whitney. No, she can't really sing. I mean, and as far, it's like, you were in League of Their Own. For Christ's sake, with like a really bad accent and like you chewed gum a bunch and you had bad eyebrows. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Like, that's great. Like, you <laughs> served your purpose in that excellent film. But other than that, I mean, Gina Davis outacted you. <laughs> Lori Petey outacted you. Oh, my God, I mean, yeah. my God. An angel. Lori, I love her. I, know, I love too. her on Point Break, too. Um, Sharon Stone responded on Facebook um, after this was published, and she said, Dear Madonna, first, I think it's absurd that anyone is publishing your private letters. Therefore, I publish publicly. Know that I am your friend. I have wished to be a rock star in some private moments, have felt as mediocre as you described. We know, as only those who have survived so long, that owning our own mediocrity is the only way to own our own strengths, to become all that we both have become. 
I love and adore you. Won't be pitted against you by any invasion of her personal journeys. Sharon. So classy. Very classy, Sharon. Thank you. Can I also just recommend to our listeners that they go to their computer, mm-hmm. go to their browser, mm-hmm. and go to www.facebook.com mm-hmm. slash Sharon Stone Official. Okay. <laughs> because it's very good. Probably um, there's a the lot thing. of pictures of her washing her dog. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing. That's the whole letter. But there's a lot of pictures of her washing her dog. That sounds, that's, I will second that recommendation. <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds really good. In the studio, I am so excited to welcome Tracy Egan Morrissey. She was one of the founding writers of Jezebel. She is now a television executive, so she really moved her way on up to Vice, the yeah. top of the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Tracy's here to talk to us about uh, Rob Kardashian and Black China. Yeah, you did say to me that your expertise, if I ever were to invite you on the show, was the Kardashians or Bravo. So Yeah, Kardashians I, for sure. Yeah, so I made this scandal happen so you could come on. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so just like jumping right into it, mm-hmm. this all started uh, last week when Rob like posted some naked pictures of Black China after she sent him a picture of her with another man mm-hmm. in their marriage bed. And then it kind of like spiraled out from there. And now... Black China has an attorney, Lisa Bloom, who's kind of known now for taking revenge porn cases. Mm-hmm. She is maybe pressing charges. She got a restraining order. I would like to first and foremost thank the judge for granting me this restraining order to protect me. And I'm just going to get back to co-parenting dream. A lot going on. A lot going on. What do yeah. you think about it? I guess the thing that I find most disgusting is Rob Kardashian, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... He's just, like, the most entitled person, like, whiny baby brat who's, like, allowed to be fat and still be rich and famous. Like, he doesn't have to do anything that (laughs) his sisters have to do. They take one for the team all the time. They work out every day. Or they go get surgery, which, by the way, he, like, one of the things that he released about China was that they got— he paid for her to have this like weight loss surgery after the baby. Like, pay for your own fucking weight loss surgery. Like, I why didn't he thought spend a hundred thousand dollars on her? He's like, I spent a hundred k on on her weight loss surgery. It was like, why didn't they get his and hers right. at the time? A right? point. Yeah. A, a twofer. A twofer. If he hates himself so much. Yeah, I mean, I think that like anybody should have a right to like uh, get as fat as you want. Mm-hmm. You it know? doesn't work. Right. I'm saying there's like a lot. There's like you know. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons why you would do that or have to do that. But he's one of those people who very much gets to have it both ways where he yeah. gets to, like you said, he gets to kind of experience this limelight, whereas like Chloe had to get her revenge body oh my God. and yeah. completely change her face to like even She's be considered worthy, a worthy Kardashian. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, no, Rob, Rob has just been living off of his sister's whatever. He's been riding their coattails for so long and it is. He's gross and it's ridiculous. I agree. Yeah. I would like to talk about Black China on Nightline Mm -hmm. because that, I believe, is when the NDA 
was revealed. In response to questions from the press, Kim's representatives emailed ABC News a non-disclosure agreement China signed as a condition of her appearance on the Kardashian reality shows. Yeah, I paused it and I read all every paper. I was like doing it, <laughs> pausing it, was like zooming in and reading it. But I read it. I read the whole friggin' NDA. Yeah. It's really, it's really it's insane, ridiculous. Right? $10 million yeah, if she, she were to it, give an interview about them. Also, that's like a really crazy response too, because it doesn't um, deny that Rob has done any of the things that she's alleging, which mm -hmm. are physical abuse and threats mm -hmm. and all these things. Right. But to just like send the NDA is like sort of a shady way of being like, she can say whatever she wants. We still have the upper hand. Like, yeah. doesn't deny that he no. was this abusive shithead. Not at all. Or just to say that like you're in violation of your contract with us yeah. by doing this interview. Like, so all of the people that are protected in the NDA are listed. And it's kind of funny how like you can see that the order that they're listed in is like the the totem pole, mm -hmm. the Kardashian totem pole, although they do it fairly with like Kim, Chloe, and Courtney because they go by age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it goes Chris, then Courtney, then Kim, then Chloe, then Kendall, then Kylie. Then it's Lamar, mm -hmm. which is like insane. Why is Lamar protected? <laughs> and they're not even married anymore. Lamar isn't it Scott next? Actually, Scott, or is it Kanye? Kanye weirdly comes after somebody. I think maybe it's like Scott is first. Scott might be last, actually. I forget. Saint is last. Oh no, Scott of the men. Oh, right. And okay. then, but the last one is Caitlin. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Caitlin that's at right. the very end. Just tacked on. Yeah. But like the thing is, is that China technically should be in that mm -hmm. group with them. She had a baby. She deserves to be in the group more than Lamar, I would say. Because yeah. Right. They never procreated. They had that was a starter marriage. Right. So like, <laughs> you know, no kids. So I think that like, you know, it's weird that China, it, it was the NDA like written specifically tailored to her because that is or is that the blanket NDA that they give out to everybody in which China's not protected? It would not surprise me if it was written for her. Mm -hmm. Just they because have individual ones for her, like whoever they need to give one to. Well, and I think that the Kardashian family was very skeptical of her mm -hmm. reasoning for courting Rob. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, which, I mean, I would be too, because like you said, he's a dud. So Rob like, needs to sign an NDA. Right. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he's the he's one who on keeps labs. losing his shit. Yeah. I mean, there's something going on with him though, right? He's like, yes. there's like something deeper wrong. For sure. I mean, he's spoken about his depression. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like to lock yourself away just because like you don't like the way you look in pictures. That's the other thing too that like bothers me about his entitlement is that like every woman has looked at a picture of herself and been like, oh my God, I hate that angle. But like still will have pictures of themselves taken. Mm -hmm. right. And like Kim, you know, had paparazzi shots that were super unflattering of her ass recently. Mm -hmm. that like made, I mean, a high noon is actually like a terrible time to have your picture taken in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> the Cellulite-wise, I know, it's the terrible. Angle you the have to do golden hour. It's, yeah, exactly, because it bathes a, everything. You need a front-facing light. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, for him to be like, I don't want my picture taken, and then to not have, be in public and yeah. have his picture taken, then people are, like, supporting that and, and helping, enabling him and helping him to not leave the house or anything. Right. Like, oh, God, he's the worst. Also, <laughs> I don't know if you guys realize, but, um, you know, Robert Shapiro, he yeah. Is, yeah. his 
lawyer, but he's represented Rob before in a 2013 battery and petty theft case. What? Whoa. Because he, Rob had punched a woman in the face, a woman paparazzo, because she was trying to take a picture of him at the beach and had his shirt off. And it was right when he first was getting fat, when he was only like 50 pounds over. Now he's like well over 100 pounds overweight, I think. Right. But like he pled not guilty to both of those charges. And then later the charges were dropped because... I guess he gave that woman money. They settled. Um, And then the woman dropped her charges and um, didn't want to pursue the case. And the prosecution reportedly was upset with her for dropping because they wanted to press charges because apparently she had, like, contusions and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's not the first time that Rob has been accused of hitting a woman. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, being a general, like, entitled baby. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I also, like— this is not a victim-blaming thing at all. I don't doubt that Black China is a user, but that's like her professional—that's what she does for a job. Yeah, And so right. it's very weird to me that he would be, like, shocked that's like, oh, yeah, she, like, had me pay for her surgery, where it's like, what did you think your role was in right. her life? Like, how did you see this working out? I, I mean, the thing is, is that I think that she probably— I would think that she probably had a fantasy of maybe she could get him in shape and then they could have this great relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that she realized, you know, quickly that that wasn't going to be happening. Yeah. And then was just like, you, like I guess using him. But yeah, like just kind of like not, I don't think she was like taking him for a ride necessarily. Oh, I didn't mean it that no, way. I, I just so. meant like, I don't think that she's ever been very dishonest about like, her intentions? About her desires. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I Which guess, have always been very material. Yeah. It's hard for me to believe that she, like, went into this, you know, thinking, like, oh, I'm going to have a baby, and then I'm going to have a Kardashian, and then that's going to show them, and blah, blah, oh, blah, yeah. blah. I mean, that's very cynical. I bet that That's like that a Chris Jenner a, move. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I bet that she, that was, like, a nice little bonus. Like, she's mm-hmm. like, ooh, I bet this is going to, like, get them. Yeah. Also at play is a complex backstory. China was once close friends with Kim Kardashian, and China once dated and has a son named King with rapper Tyga. Tyga left China to date Kim's younger sister, Kylie. Shortly thereafter, China started dating Kim's brother, Rob Kardashian, and became pregnant with his baby. But I don't think that, in, like, initially, I think she probably was really in love with him. And yeah. He was probably really doting, and then he probably got to be really fucking annoying. Right. And, yeah. like, ugh, just, like, the idea of him in that, like— in that paparazzo case where he punched a woman in the face because she tried to take a picture of him without his shirt on. And then he releases pictures of his ex without her shirt on or pants or whatever. He's disgusting. Yeah, and just like the comments he he was making about her body were so... Inappropriate. Inappropriate. And he like honestly glass houses, you know? Right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and do you remember that video? I mean, of course you remember it, but of when he (laughs) was Snapchatting like their empty house. I got the Christmas tree all set up for... China and the baby, but they left me. Even, like, after that, it was kind of a question of, like, was that real? Was that for the show, Rob right, and China? Right, And it's, like, it must be so weird to be in a coupling where that's always the speculation of, like, is this real or is this for your mm-hmm. show? I don't know. And then you have to get lawyers involved to prove that it's real. I, it's terrible. Yeah, I just—when well, that happened, he was already releasing information yeah. back then. He was releasing—like, he broke into her phone. He was releasing her DMs. Oh, right. Yeah. And then he released 
um, text conversations between her and her lawyer, which are privileged, right. which was totally against the law for him to do. She didn't press charges at that point. Like, he's been terrible for a while to- right. for her. So, like, um, and crossing the line over yeah. and over again. And it's like, uh, and it really bothers me, too. I'm sorry to, like, jump around. But, like, whenever no, no. there were Please. memes that were, <laughs> that were like. <laughs> journey. I love it. <laughs> there were memes that were, like. Oh, you know, when a stripper's uh, topless photos are released, it's like pouring a cup of water in the ocean. And I was like, fuck off. Yeah, right. (laughs) That's not true. Also, they were post-surgery pictures that she most certainly did not want released, probably for just, like, documentation of, like, how she was healing. So I don't know. I I bet you have some more thoughts about the Nightline interview. Yeah. I think that with China going on a press tour about this, I mean, she's definitely an opportunist. But Mm -hmm. I also think that you know, he had said some like terrible things. And I, I do think that it is noble, at least on Lisa Bloom's part to be taking this on as an issue, revenge porn, because it is really serious. And, um, I think that having a stripper in particular being the person that this is happening to is great because there is no perfect victim. Just because of something that I used to do, I shouldn't be you know, bullied to say, okay, well, you used to do this, so you deserve that. Let's say that China has posted similar nude pictures of herself, and then a former lover posts similar nude pictures. How does the law distinguish between the two acts? Well, first of all, she has not posted pictures of her genitals in the past. Secondly, any explicit photos that she may have chosen to post in the past, that's her choice. She gets to choose this time if these photos are made public and she did not consent to it. Right. So it's good to have this, like, pushing people's acceptance or understanding of what this is and accepting that this is a bad, terrible thing, no matter what the person has done in their past and what they do for a living. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I I think that China, whatever her reasons are for this happen for for doing the Nightline interview— that I think that it'll still have some good coming right. from it. Yeah. The same way that, um, I mean, honestly, I really do think that, like, Caitlyn Jenner made, and the Kardashians together made transgender a lot more palatable for, like, the mainstream. Like, mm-hmm. it made people understand what it was. Yeah, it was very much like watching watching Caitlyn's process, which mm-hmm. I think probably helped a lot of, like, e-viewers who... Or just did not understand that at all. The right. Diane Sawyer interview, no. like yeah. the original one that just explained it in like very simplistic terms what it like is. what was actually. And right. I think that it, it did a lot for acceptance and visibility. And, you know, maybe this will do that for revenge porn. Definitely. Because it's weird. The Kardashians probably would never have taken that issue on themselves because right. they've no, definitely profited <laughs> yeah, <it's> and <laughs> really benefited from that. Um, but they're able to like turn a thousier into a silk purse every time. Like yeah. they, true. they can take garbage and make it into something. They are a resilient family. Yeah. They are resilient. But as far as the Nightline thing went, I didn't think that China sounded that put together mm-hmm. or that um, eloquent. It's done in like out of her wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think that it's, that's good though, because if she was like too prepped, yeah. it would have just seemed not as relatable. Yeah. I liked that she didn't use perfect grammar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love that she wore a low-cut top to court and you could see her, like, body mod diamond oh, in right. between her tits. <laughs> 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 like, that was still on display. 
Did you see that video that Black China's mom put out where she just was like spewing horribly transphobic things, kind of puzzlingly against Caitlyn Jenner, who hasn't really had much to do with this scandal? This motherfucking nigga, because he's a man, dressing and pretending to be a woman, using vocal cords like, yeah, I, I really like, uh, bitch, get it together. All that money you got, get a vocal cord. Yeah, Tokyo Tony. I can't, birth name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like, I mean, her name in itself is like super racist. Cause yeah. She's like, I'm going to play off the Asian thing. It's a totally different country from China. Right. Different, yeah, <laughs> different country, different culture. A lot, just not, <laughs> right. what are you? Be like Beijing Betty. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been Shanghai Susan. Yeah, we have Shanghai many options Susan. I love that it. are not Tokyo Tony. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. Yeah, that's. I mean, even China has admitted before that, you know, her mom is, I mean, I think she has, like, issues with her mom, with mm. her whole family in general. But, yeah. like, you know, when it comes down to it, her mom is her mom. And oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, she has to just sort of put up with it. Can't do much about your mom. But I would be so mad at my mom if she did that. Not just, like, I mean, it's like, I would be mad even beyond the transphobic comments. Because it's like, oh, I kind of, like, have the moral high ground here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you are really trying to chip away at that high right. ground. Like, she let shouldn't me be even the... be commenting at all. Yeah, right. She like, should be quiet. Be quiet, yeah. yeah. Um, mm. I did think she had a pretty good uh, impersonation of Caitlyn Jenner, though. Like, the, <laughs> she did do the voice pretty good, I have to say. I mean, as terrible as her rant was, I don't know. I There's something, though, where I feel like that made Kris Jenner smile. Mm. Because she dislikes Caitlyn so much, right? That she would never be able to say any of that stuff ever. Mm-hmm. But I think personally that she probably feels some of that. Just you know, she probably feels deceived and all that right. stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't necessarily think that Kris Jenner is transphobic. I think she's been really nice about the whole thing, honestly, yeah. publicly at yeah. least. Yeah. Well, what's interesting? So basically. Chris is, like, not paying attention publicly. She's just fronting as if, like, everything is fine. She's been on a yacht for a long time um, while her son, who is still her son, is... No matter how much she wishes No matter how much she, like, yeah, wishes she found him, like, at McDonald's. She did not. She gave birth to him, I believe. Um, She's just ignoring all of this. Chris Jenner is still living that hashtag yacht life. As her son, Rob Kardashian, struggles with a restraining order and blowback from a revenge porn social media scandal back in Los Angeles, the famous momager seems to be living her best life in Saint-Tropez with boyfriend Corey Gamble, posting photos on Instagram with drinks in hand and lounging around on a yacht, labeling the snaps with hashtags like it's five o'clock somewhere and yacht vibes. If her other kids were going through something of this nature, I feel like she would not have been ignoring it. I think she's publicly not mentioning anything, but privately she's 100% the person that gave Rob uh, Bob Shapiro a call mm-hmm. yeah, and okay, got yeah. him on the case. I think that— She's just like, Rob's at it again. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that she's helping to clean it up mm-hmm. after the fact. But I think that, you know, he's a lost cause, man. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to do anything to help himself. He feels yeah. like the world owes him something. Which they He don't, feels like yeah. China owes him something. Which she doesn't. Mm. Right. Um, especially Man, that poor after, little girl. <laughs> that poor little girl. Dream. Poor little dream. She's so cute. She's really cute. And that's the other thing, too, that I think is the worst part of it um, is that the stuff he was saying about China is going to make 
dream feel like total fucking shit when mm-hmm. she grows up when she oh, reads yeah. that like she was just made out of spite yeah and that her dad really believes that and that's gonna put like a question mark in her mind about her mother's intentions and then like why like that's just like giving your kid a terrible foundation in mm-hmm. life to say it's for them to think that they're created out of spite instead of out of love or even by mistake mm. right <laughs> like, mistake would be better than yeah spite totally by, an accident like, yeah surprise. most people like, are accidents yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A surprise. A surprise, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a surprise blessing. Exactly. That's that's the way you frame it. No, yeah, yeah. that I do feel for that that tiny baby. Ugh. What's happening with Dream? What's the like I've read some they've decided to co-parent. Is that correct? I think. I think they use a nanny to shuttle the kid back and forth. Oh, geez, and okay. I think they split custody okay. like, evenly. Like the custody thing doesn't seem to be an issue at all. Like but Kelsey and Camille Grammar. Yeah. They all they only talk through the nannies. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it's also just kind of sad in that his family, I can't imagine that they'll ever stop enabling him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he always is gonna be like the Billy Carter of the Kardashians, where he's just like public and like fucking up, only he's not right. gonna start a cool beer company like Billy Carter did. Who's Billy Carter? Jimmy Carter's like fuck up brother. Oh. Sorry, it's an obscure reference. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think they would ever do you think they would ever disown him? Like, what would be the final, like, no. do you think there is, like, a straw that, like, a final straw? I don't think so because they are pretty loyal Yeah, as a family. I think that even if he was, like, discovered to be, like, a like a Bill Cosby, mm. I think that they would— Like, still stand by him? Yeah. I mean, because they would probably be disappointed and they'd probably sure. be, like, angry mm-hmm. and sad, but I think that— they for whatever whatever anyone says about them, they are tight. Yeah, yeah, they stick family. together. Yeah, so I don't think that there is a point where he could, unless he like killed one of them. Or it <laughs> has to happen. be an actual Kardashian. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would be. I feel like that might be a straw. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Mm. One would. I, I mean, maybe if it was like Courtney, they would be like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever no, was like bringing in the, the less babies. Oh yeah, who's ever yeah. bringing like the least books? I think he's just gonna keep. Being Rob uh, forever. Wow. This was really dark. Bleak. Yeah. I mean, it was a dark subject. I just didn't realize how dark we were going to get. Uh, yeah, it is dark. He, he sucks, helps. man. I mean, especially after, I get, you know, like with the Ray J thing, when Ray J allegedly was the one who leaked Kim's sex tape to Vivid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much involvement Kim had in it. It's debatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of different theories. Yeah. Whatever the case like, the family, they were upset when that happened. Right. And I'm sure they hate Ray J. Right. So to, like, have that have happened in their family already, and then for Rob to go and do that. Yeah. Is, it's almost like he's not super sane. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, and I don't think he's very, although he's, like, he he went to, didn't he go to USC? Oh, is that what, was he, like, He actually that? went to college, and then he was, like, going, he was, Started grad school, I think, to become a lawyer, and then he stopped to be a model <laughs> and oh, when, when he, he was hot. When he was hot, exactly. And then that just didn't work out for him because he went on a different path. He didn't work out. No. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly uh, right. The Morrissey twist. <laughs> I mean, I, feel, I, I don't mean to fat shame Rob. It's more of like a personality shaming. No, and I think it's not— because I, I think he'd be fine if he were fat and he liked himself and he was – because it's very obvious he doesn't like himself the way that he treats 
other people. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that it would be fine if he was like fat in love and life. Right. And mm-hmm. he's like not, a Louis though. Anderson. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like that. Does Lou- doesn't Louis Anderson have some sort of like a like a condition? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be like a weird sex thing about him. Oh, I hate talking about men so much. You can yeah, never say a nice word worst. about them. All of them. I was I've been watching uh, a lot of Girls Next Door recently mm-hmm. in that whole era. And I've read every like book about being at the Playboy Mansion. So I went back with that knowledge of like of Holly's book and stuff. And just like the people that Hugh Hefner like has hung out with, like Bill Cosby and like Woody Allen mm-hmm. and uh, Roman Polanski, like they were all they were all at the like London opening of the original Playboy Club there. And then he would like give out quaaludes to girls, according to Holly, and call them leg opener or thigh oh, openers, yeah. which like he's managed to actually like pull off this sort of like suave, ha- like. happy go lucky, like weirdly wholesome image of a which is polygamist, insane. Um, but like going back and reviewing, he's terrible. He's awful. He's just a terrible person. I've always found like the reverence for Hugh Hefner to be just so disgusting. Doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Another one. He doesn't even get out of his fucking pajamas. <laughs> um, so looking on E News right now, Louis Anderson did have a sex extortion case. Was the kid underage? Because that's what happened to the Elmo guy. All right. This is from, oh, that's yeah. right. That did happen to the Elmo. This guy. is from um, E News. Uh, our main source primary source. our New York Times. <laughs> uh, Richard John Gordon, 31, of Mesa, Arizona, was sentenced Monday to 21 months in federal penitentiary for trying to extort hundreds of thousands of dollars from the family feud host in exchange for not telling uh, tabloids that Anderson asked him for sex. I mean, the thing is, is that, like, did that guy really think that we were going to think that Louis Anderson being gay was what made him unappealing? Right. <laughs> it's what makes him unappealing that is actually, that he's from Wisconsin. <laughs> is he from Wisconsin? I think so. Is that he's why from he's a reference point for He's you? from Minnesota. Oh, he's from oh, Minnesota. Oh, never mind. As See, I'm getting, See, it's like I just shouldn't have even Saint brought Paul. up Louis. Now we're, now we're down this. He's from St. Paul. I brought up Louis as like a friendly guy. <laughs> and then, Look where we are like now. He's, yeah, he's fine. He's just gay. Maybe gay. Maybe, which is, and the guy is probably gay. In his 30s. Yeah. That guy you was live disgusting. Your life. I'm glad he went to prison. Yeah, you live your life, Louis. Anderson. <laughs> oh, what a detour. Uh, that, was, that was quite the turn. <laughs> Can I? I'm I, glad we cleared it up. I thank God. Yeah, me too. Um, again, I was like actually thinking it was going to be worse when it was when you were like, didn't he do a thing? I, did, like, I thought, I think I'm thinking of the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. He uh, he was like involved in some like child pornography thing. Yes. Ah, He's, yeah, that guy. about that. Yeah. It's cool. crazy that that guy still gets work. Does he? Yeah. He got. He was in Deadwood after that happened. Really? After that happened, he was in Deadwood. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Men are awful. awful. God, every Very bad. Single fucking one of them. Very it just, bad. I when I first started at this job, I feel like every now and then you'd be asked to or asked to write like a very fawning article about like some male feminist. And these days, I refuse to do it. I refuse to because I know the second I'm like, look at this male feminist just doing right by women. The next day it's going to be like, oh, he raped one million people. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, I can't do it. I can't. I'd like. I hate male feminists. Same. I think I would <laughs> rather a date a misogynist because at least they're not a liar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know where I stand with them. Like they yeah. don't like me. It's oh, yeah. true. <laughs> they think less of me. It's true. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a very uh, solid point. <laughs> 
I mean, I think any like male feminist who like actually is one who does not advertise as one. Like it's just like yeah, just like don't hurt women. Yeah, yeah. It's the ad. It's the performative ones. Yeah, that are always I find like it's just a different way to get pussy. It is. It's just a different exactly. Man, it would be shocking. Like probably how much like red pill guy Mm. rhetoric matches up with our rhetoric. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, white knights! (laughs) They're all liars. They're just trying to get some. It's true though. I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it. No, yeah, neither do I. Ugh. Like guys who like made posters for the women's march. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is like a very you have a very narrow uh, scope. If of- guys made posters for the women's march, come on. I know. Like just you can go and just be quiet. You don't right? need to make the poster. Yeah. I don't need you to like tell me your feminist backstory. Mm-hmm. I need you to either just be there and be quiet or, yeah. like, go away. Hold the bag with the bottled waters yeah, yeah. in it. Oh, please. Nice. Carry yeah. the backpack full of the waters. <laughs> yeah. Get me a granola bar. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't talk. Just please. Be basically like a pack mule. But I'm actually asking things. you to be like, oh, like, like, yeah, like an activist Sherpa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A silent. A silent. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. Who does it all for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I've just described a male slave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're killing it. We're killing it on this up. Can I just as like one last discussion point pivot? Yeah. Oh. There are a lot of rumors right now that Luann D'Agostino of Real Housewives of New York, her marriage is already failing to Tom D'Agostino, her husband of seven months. Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah, sure. Right. Um, <laughs> of course. Of course not. I wait, where are the where are the most recent rumors? Um, there was something today on page six about oh, how she slapped him in the across the face in a restaurant. At the Regency? Not it didn't it didn't <laughs> specify it's at an expensive Manhattan restaurant. Ooh. Probably boutique. Right. That's what they're I don't know. Uh, um, wow, she slaps him across the face. She slapped him across the face. I think that their relationship, and I say this as someone with experience in this, is based on booze. <laughs> <laughs> and they like that's never gonna end well. I mean, right. they I mean, every story, every story about like him with other women or them out is always at a bar. Yeah, they're so or sloppy. Or at a club. Or, yeah, them fighting after being at a bar. And so, um, or him going back out. And, right. like, hooking up with women at a bar when he's, like, so drunk. I think that, like, I don't know, but, like, I think they party hard. Yeah. I also will say that the source was clearly, like, uh, in Tom's camp. Because he also, the source also said something about how, like, he uh, doesn't want to be on reality TV. Like, this is a part of their main conflict. And it's, like, He's dated three of the housewives. He's like, been on the—he was on, like, the first episode ever of Real Housewives. Right. So it's like, I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. I do believe that Luann would hit him because she is a, a I lunatic. I would love to know what it was that pushed her to that point because she doesn't like uh, riffraff in restaurants. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get up and walk away from a table. She did recently get up and walk away from yeah, the table because of the like riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that— uh, they're really, I don't think that Luann is going to let on yeah. that anything is 
amiss for quite some time because I think that maybe she was too embarrassed to call off the wedding before the wedding happened but knew that stuff was wrong. And now I would think... I don't know. I don't know. Did they get, did they register for gifts? Did they get gifts? Um, I think I tried to RSVP to their wedding. <laughs> <laughs> did you get an invite? No. Yeah. Julie Klausner went. Did she? Yes. Oh she got gosh. invited. She's friends with Luann. She goes out to dinner with her and lunch and stuff. Oh, I'm so it's, jealous. I know. I would love it. I'm so jealous. I did not. I just like, <laughs> someone like leaked the link. Okay. Um, <laughs> the RSVP link and I tried. I bet she registered I'm for sure. China and stuff because she didn't get to do that with the count. Uh, well, so this is her experiencing that. <laughs> um, I mean, she was acting like a new bride. What? Like, oh, <laughs> getting married. <laughs> Just spinning around by herself. It's weird that he decided it because it's not like he's like a serial marrier or whatever. No. Like, it's so it's a serial husband. So Monogamous? it's weird that he decided for the first time. To, especially if he didn't want to be on reality TV, why did he marry someone that's on reality that's TV? That's what I don't mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, and he dated consecutively three women yeah. on that same show within like a couple months period. Like he, I don't know. Do you think he banged Ramona? She I said think he she, like they did some, maybe some she, over the shirt stuff. Oh, she says she doesn't count oral as sex. So oh, I think she blew him. That's <laughs> she my, did say that. Yeah, I think she blew him. I'm learning. So she I, went to his apartment. This is the oh, yeah. one play like that I don't watch. So I'm Snooker learning. or something. Tamara Barney said in a recent interview talking about Ramona that like she loved Ramona and Mario together. They had spent a lot of time together, like going out to dinner and stuff, like I guess when Tamara would be in town. And that Ramona had told her that Mario was still going down on her. And so <laughs> <laughs> at dinner, she said Whoa. that. Wow. How many glasses of wine do you think she was like? How many Pinot glasses? She... She probably did the thing where she like talks so close that she's, you know how Ramona does that thing where she'll talk so close to you that she'll actually like press her face into you. Yeah, like her eyelashes are like grazing. Yeah, she's butterfly kissing you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whispering that someone is still going down on her. It's terrible. There was a recent episode where, um, to give some backstory, they were playing Truth or Dare while at a a ski chalet. Oh, as you do. Um, And they dare Sonia Mm -hmm. to tongue kiss one of the chefs and she just grabs him and tries to lay one on him and he's like (laughs) physically struggling and I texted you I was like that guy should sue the hell out of her oh my god that's crazy there's I mean like there is camera evidence you know that she has like she doesn't have money but she will have to like put up something like maybe he he probably signed something that mm, said he couldn't uh, sue them he looked I felt so bad for him he used Luann's bathroom without asking (laughs) She's a married woman now. That's not all right. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, but I do. I do think that. Uh, I do think that um, Tom's dick has been in three of those women at least in some capacity. Orifice. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, gotten in one hole or the other. Yes. Okay. I don't think that that makes for a happy or easy marriage. No, definitely not. No. If it like, sound like I, it. All right, if even if they're not real friends in real life, right. if my husband had fucked two of my coworkers <laughs> two months prior to us sleeping together, or like even a month prior. To you to guys me, getting engaged. Yeah, <laughs> I would feel really weird about it. I don't think I could work with those women. I don't think I could be with a, that guy. That sounds like a situation you need to remove yourself from. I mean, this sounds terrible, but I am looking forward to when Luann... 
You've and said so many terrible things already okay. that I think you can just, <laughs> just like, right, let, let it out. out. Let it out. I don't wish unhappiness on people, but I'm looking forward to the, to the divorce because I do think that that season's going to be way more fun when they welcome her back into the fold mm. and they're all single and yeah. being crazy on vacation oh. together. I, that was the Luann I liked. I mean, that was why, like, the last couple seasons were so good is because they were all divorced and we're all just like— so horny yeah. and just like trying to like go get it in every I time. I probably watch this. You definitely it's should. Such a big like show, should. Yeah. It's the best one, I think. I work with a guy at Viceland who co-created and who like he developed the Real Housewives of Orange County. So like the very oh, first wow. Real Housewives. And it's endlessly fascinating That's for me. Amazing. I think he doesn't like talking about it all the sure. time as much as I bring it up. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> like almost every, every day. day. Consistently every like, day. Tell me about Slade. Well, you know what's interesting about Slade that he told me is that Slade didn't have any furniture in his house when they went to go shoot. That he just had this like big mansion and he had like two chairs and a couch in one room and then a bed in another room. That's the biggest like metaphor for Slade. Yes, there's nothing on the inside. <laughs> his name is Slade. Yeah, but that's like yeah. fake name. Oh, I would Slade hope so. Smiley. Yeah. What is he? What What's his purpose? What is he? He used to be a mortgage broker. Okay. Which, if you've ever seen the big short, yes. you would know are just like good-looking idiots mm -hmm. who are fun in a bar. Yeah. And <laughs> um, then he was unable to let, I mean, you know, and the housing bubble right. happened, like he was totally unnecessary because he had been sure. talking people into these, buying these homes they couldn't afford. Right. And then um, he lost everything. Okay. And then uh, he just sort of has been glomming on to this other woman mm -hmm. and he doesn't have a job. Mm -hmm. I think if he got a job, it's because like all of his wages would be, um, what do they call Garnish. Garnish. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of um, unpaid child support oh for God. his child that's dying of cancer, who has yeah. terminal brain cancer. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. that's that guy. He's played. He's cool. <laughs> he sounds fun. He, um, yeah, he's Jesus. Um, Tracy, you are the funniest person I know. So thanks, do thanks I for coming on. Sound thin. You sound um, <laughs> yes. like worrisome, worrisomely thin. <laughs> We're worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <guys. laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast and thank you to Tracy Egan Morrissey. Our show is produced by Levi Sharp with editorial oversight by Kate Drees. Modern Mofidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. This episode was mixed by Brad Fisher. Want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think? Hit us up at dirtcast at jezebel.com. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.